Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We need to post some hold-on maneuvers. Welcome to the Hold the Maneuver Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Mike. We're two hardworking dads trying to immerse ourselves into Star Wars and fit it into our very busy lives. If this is your first time listening and or watching, in the sometimes short-form Star Wars podcast, we'll share our thoughts on different topics from a galaxy far, far away. So join us as we prepare to execute the Hold the Maneuver. Hello there. Hey, what's up? Uh, I, got, I got here really quick from... Uh... <laughs> doing that right what I, I said i got here really quick from new york right yeah you teleported or i just used the world between worlds the world between worlds hyperdrive yes so this uh this is something new that we're, we're trying this week uh first if, time ever yeah uh so bear with us as we kind of uh learn how to do this uh, but we, we, we watch, or we're going to watch this trailer with our guests. Uh, so here's a, a good time to introduce them. Mr. Kevin Call and returning Aspen Webster. Hey! How you Howdy. Doing? Welcome back. And welcome, Thank Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, and Mike uh, and I, Aspen, uh, promised to not bring up that certain genre of music within the Star Wars universe. <laughs> okay, they feel as they talked about it enough last time. Listen, Kev, Kevin, Kevin knows what we're talking about. He can he can figure it out. Right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, I I had saw that Kevin was very excited after seeing the Ahsoka trailer to talk about it, and I know that Aspen is a huge Ahsoka fan, and. I know that your co-host Kenny on Trek Wars Pod. I don't. I can't tell if he's joking or not. But I also he's... cannot tell if he's joking, and I'm <laughs> I'm very serious about that. Uh, I think he genuinely does not care for her because he has not seen Clone Wars. He has seen Rebels and does not understand her presence. Uh... Uh, and I'm trying. And he's seen the movie. He's seen the Clone Wars movie, so he just knows her as like mm-hmm. you know, 14 year old Ahsoka Tano. And I'm like, you uh... don't understand. <laughs> so. yeah yeah he, he just knows snips not uh and yeah talking to sky guy and but not not truly the most glorious creature to ever ever live but yeah so i have to admit like my intro to ashoka was rebels i actually didn't watch the clone wars until after i saw rebels and i was like i gotta go back and watch some of this story unfold and uh i'm, I'm glad i did because it really like help me understand her more and i think mm-hmm. she's the most well-written most like just uh pure character throughout the entire series that they've done the most with and that i mean like through any of the saga or tv shows and all that kind of stuff like i think she's got the best art from beginning to end and they just keep adding to it which is really neat so 
Kevin speaking to my heart, my true soul, <laughs> everything agreed. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> my first instance with Ahsoka was in Mando, so I'm even further behind. Oh, oh man. Wow. Because oh. I have not watched Clone Wars yet, and I've just started Rebels. I think oh. it's like the ultimate fan casting. So that must have been like really interesting for you to see like Rosario Dawson playing her and then realizing mm -hmm. that people have been wanting that for like years. <laughs> um, so Yeah, I remember it seeing is. her in Mandalorian being like, oh, cool, Rosario Dawson's in this. Mm. Yeah. Also wonderful. But Ashley Eckstein just gonna, gonna oh, do yeah. a shout out to like. She's great. True joy. Yeah. True yeah. joy. joy. Oh, God. That's all right. We're, we're live. Uh, <laughs> to, true droid droid. <laughs> thanks, thanks for thinking of me. Uh, but with without further ado, I figure uh, we can start checking out the trailer at this point. Uh, we'll kind of start and stop it here every once in a while. Uh, but so here we go. Oh, you could play at the same time. <laughs> like I said, something's uh, coming genre of music <laughs> so first place here what where do you do you think this is it's definitely like a jedi temple of some sort i mm -hmm. don't know if it's the one that's on the fall or if it's a new one that we haven't seen before um possibly maybe one in the high republic era i don't know um, but the circles is a dead giveaway because um, that's something that you see um, very consistently in a lot of the Clone Wars and Rebels and things like that. So, But I love the smoke opening and like that long frame and how she's uh, it, it reminds me of like a like a Japanese like samurai type movie mm -hmm. uh, where the guy's just like coming in. You know, like he's about to kill somebody or do something cool. So. Right. Something's going down. Yeah, I also love this iconic Ahsoka look, the the hooded mm. look, which she did show up in the Mandalorian with, and mm. is like one of the last shots of her in Rebels. Um, yeah, when she's older, it's later. She's about to go off with Sabine to presumably go find Ezra. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't even you know I hadn't even clocked this. But that makes sense. I think the isn't it the Temple on the Thal? Didn't that one get like? Uh, <laughs> That's the, that's the uh, specific term. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And th like you said, this is what she was wearing. Like when we see her kind of like in that, that epilogue to rebel mm. spoiler or mm. spoiler alert to the mic. Yeah. Uh, but, it's been long but, enough. It's, I, I can't get mad. Like, yeah. Uh, My but, dude. <laughs> think dark. Yeah. So yeah, we see a little bit more of it right there. And I, I really like this bit in here too. Really, like she does that. Speak. She's done. She's done that before in the Clone Wars. If you've watched that, she does that move. Yeah. So it, it's it's cool to, to to see like some of these moves. And I know that at Celebration, that Ashley Eckstein and Rosario Dawson, I believe, have like a panel upcoming where it's. I think it's just a Ahsoka panel where it's about with the two of them oops i didn't mean to click that <laughs> button <laughs> ignore that that's a lot folks uh but so i i so far am enjoying this trailer and um 
again, this, I just like kind of like the atmosphere of like what we've seen so far. Red. Red is interesting. Yeah, I was wondering, like, that was kind of ominous the first time you've seen that in red that I can recall. A great pause, freeze frame on the cat thing. Oh, yeah, the, the loth, loth cat. The loth cat. Loth yeah. <laughs> Love how uh, they brought that into live action as well, because that's such a huge piece of the Rebels canon. And <sighs> um, yeah, it looks great. I want to say they had, I, I believe, a loth cat showed up in. Yes. It did. What was it Book of Boba Fett? Or was it? Oh, Mando? that's right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Because I remember it screaming, "It's a loath cat," at something. Okay. <laughs> but this is our our first shot of Sabine in here with longer uh, hair. Because last yeah. time we saw her, she had very short hair, like the pixie cut. So um, I actually I have a feeling I have I have a, I have an emotional response to this, which is as a person with short hair, I really wanted to see her continue <laughs> continuing to rock the pixie. Uh, though I do appreciate the ability to see all of the rainbow. Um, I thought I thought she was a total babe with shorter hair, oh. and uh, so I'm I'm somewhat disappointed as well that she still isn't rocking the pixie cut. But oh. I think this is to uh, kind of show us fans that some time has passed from that <laughs> from that scene uh, at the end of Rebels where she, she yeah. can't grow a mustache, so you have to have her grow her hair. Have to have her grow her hair. So. Wears glass, comes up in glasses. <laughs> to show what I don't understand hair. though is she praying to the helmet or is she? What, yeah, I was wondering that. Like, because this, this really isn't like this isn't like a Mandalorian thing where they're like, they pray to helmets. Is it like, so I don't know. This is something that's interesting to me, what they're showing here. So. Yeah. Cause we know this is also supposed to be taking place uh, around like within the kind of same Mando like time frame. Post return of the Jedi sort of. Yeah. yeah in that same sure, kind of sure. new Republic era. Yeah. 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 So, um, I guess I, yeah, I took this as her you know considering our mandalorianness right well, based on where we are in mando so. <laughs> yeah there's a little bit better of a shot of sabine uh, uh now i I, th I think the casting is pretty good too i mean we don't we haven't really seen her doing anything outside of like this trailer yet and th like this trailer is most of our first looks at a lot of these rebels characters in live action like we got zeb recently in mando which was cool and he looked great in that too so some of the sure best we'll... skin work i've ever seen on a cgi character like that looks yeah. so cool um yeah. how they did that so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure if we'll we'll see him in in this too but it is cool that they even got steve bloom back to to do the voice of oh zeb so i'm, I'm so very good. i was very happy about that oh that's such a thrill so we got Ahsoka taking on like these two different kind of like battle droids. These all kind of remind me of like the you remember like the from Revenge of the Sith, like the ones that like Anakin and Obi Wan yeah, fighting on Grievous's ship. That's exactly what they are. I think some form of of those sort of magna droids or whatever they're called. And uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, even using the same um, weapons that are designed to fight against right. lightsabers. So. Um, tells me that wherever she's at they are prepared for someone with her special set of skills as Liam Neeson would say um so. and uh to go back to the hair uh Tamer Dixon is also not a huge fan of the long hair it's not letting me show it 
for whatever reason. I can't click it and put it on the screen, but I wanted to give her the shout out for commenting. And Tamer, Tamer's the dude. I work with him. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, Sorry, Tamer. No Tamer, worries. Otherwise, Tamer, they'll give me crap. <laughs> thank you for agreeing with us. We like it when people agree with us. We do. Yes, we do. I get you, angry you, when people you, don't agree. You are very manly. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Also, speaking of hair, but that isn't hair. Um, her leg is longer uh, versus oh, yeah. Man- Mandalorian, which I am. I know. I realize they like shortened it for Mandalorian. I think probably for action, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that they were able to lengthen it since the older you get longer they get so just mm, a interesting. little note <laughs> uh, i like that too in in here and then like the other thing I'm, i was kind of thinking with these droids is they also kind of remind me of proxy from the the force unleashed game mm. uh just a tiny bit like this one like that's closer to the the frame mm-hmm. I, th- I think they're both the same design but i th- think it's just kind of interesting in here too and then this looks like the same place that we see her like in the earlier in the trailer to some war yes. there's the phantom or whatever that thing was called which was Hera's <laughs> little shuttle that goes into the the ghost ship so right. very cool yay i think it's called the phantom somebody correct me if i'm wrong when i say i think yeah. i think you're right because it's ghost and phantom so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of Hera, there she is <gasps> there she is did we Look see a you. young Hera in uh yeah, she's in Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. That's the name mm-hmm. of it. Yes. Yeah, that's the other thing I've liked about Bad Batch too is that, like, Bad Batch is almost like a prequel to Rebels in a way because we we saw a young Kanan in that. We saw mm-hmm. a young Hera in that. I think Sabine is too close to the age of Ezra yeah. to like be seen in that. So, um, but in the Clone Wars though, you get like a prequel story around her house like the house of yeah. ren and and sort of that storyline and and things like that and like how her family connects to obi-wan and things like that so it's very like i love how all these layers it's like this onion that just continues to unfold and you introduce something in like a future timeline you can always go back and explain it and i think that's what, what's really neat about star wars now is that even if it's a problem you can find a way to explain the problem in something else which then enhances the other thing you know or you could go the wrong way which is introduce a baby rancor that you later have to watch be murdered so true very true oh my yeah. RIP. <laughs> speaking of uh hera being part of like the the same connection to obi-wan uh we mm-hmm. have mary elizabeth winstead playing hera who in real life also has a connection to obi-wan in that obi-wan Ewan McGregor and Mary Elizabeth Winstead are, yeah, together. I thought you were um, going to tell me like Obi Wan dated Hera's mom or something, like he dated Sabine, like all over the place uh, in Clone oh, Wars. Satine. Yeah, yeah, Saltine, whatever her name was. Uh, Saltine. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a throwback to a podcast we were on last week. So. Yeah, if people if people want to to Geek know Dad where the Saltine, yeah, we, we were on Geek Dad Life <laughs> with Ralph over there. Incredible, uh, and, but yeah. So yeah, it was, this is our first uh, shot of Hera from from the back mm. in this, and then from the side, and then and Chopper. Chopper. Chopper was like, I shouted the first time I saw this. Like, <laughs> like wow. I, when I started watching this, I was like, man, now I really have to watch Rebels before August. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you oh, have to. Yeah. This isn't even Chopper's first live action appearance because he's in Rogue One too. Mm-hmm. He's he's there, you know, scooting through he's, the background. Scooting through the background, yeah. 
Oh, and yeah, Hera would... gets a shout out in that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's in she's in Rise of Skywalker too. Uh, technically, the ghost is like at the end when mm-hmm. the the rebel ships or not rebels. I don't know what they call it, the resistance um, is fighting the. Oh sure. The big well, first order uh, fleet. Yeah. What's his face from the book? Shadows of the Empire in there too. Dash Rendar. Yeah, him. I don't think so. I think the Outrider is is there. I I don't know. I I'd like to think Dash Rendar hasn't made his appearance yet because I he's my favorite character of all time, and like I have this whole concept in my head of how I would put Dash Rendar into Star Wars, and it's just not the right time yet. So it's <laughs> not the moment. It's well, Ashley moment. Ashley Eckstein is also in Rise of Skywalker. Very briefly, her voice yeah. is in it. So mm-hmm. I know many people then got sad and thought that meant that ahsoka had died at that by that point in the universe you know it's funny yeah i guess yeah i I, you know when i watched that i hadn't seen actually rebels yet or any kind of piece and and then i guess that seventh season of clone wars came out after that i believe um right um timeline (laughs) timeline i'm i the timeline i can't keep straight so i wrong that's, one, a, that's, an, that's another podcast they it's yeah. celebration they just announced like how that timeline like supposedly works over like thirty thousand years or some craziness and yeah like i saw that. it in the background yeah. one of the pictures i was like that yeah. is too much for my brain right now yeah <laughs> well luckily in a few weeks we'll we have a uh, my buddy dakota coming on who does a lot of like the mcu timeline mm. uh videos and he's done some star wars ones too which people should check those out because he said for some reason the Star Wars videos he do he does never get as many views as the, like the MCU ones that he does. So I can Go second to- that. It's crazy. Yeah. You'd think that it'd get a ton more, but yeah. I just don't. Yeah. So go check out Geek, Geek Critique. Uh, but I, I I really like the shot that we get a hair oh, here too because yeah. I think the makeup looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary Elizabeth said it also helps that Hera wears like 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 the flight helmet with like the goggles mm-hmm. too because that's probably like a stitching kind of like makeup <laughs> thing there where they can put put like the tendrils in the in the back of it and just do her face like that so that's probably definitely makes the the like the makeup time much she's, shorter than it was probably not in the makeup chair for 12 hours like some people are let's yeah. put it that way to yeah. film for five minutes yeah, yeah. Sure. for others yeah, get, get in the chopper. <laughs> also, so I don't know who these people are at all. So, I don't so know this, is exci- <laughs> this is exciting for me because Ray Stevenson, there he is with yeah. a very, very cool beard. Um, and whoever this other actress is, you have orange lightsabers, which is neat, yes. um, which we'll see in a second. But like, what's fascinating is they seem like new characters and they seem original, which we need that. We need some more original characters in star Wars. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what, how this all pieces together, especially mm-hmm. given the timeline that this takes place in. Right. Cause like, yeah. you know, we're led to believe the Sith are kind of gone, but not really. Cause we know what happens in rise of Skywalker, but mm-hmm. yeah. How's this play out? So I remember having a toy orange lightsaber. 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I think that's just because they like sold a bunch of like. Right, I just remember they had an orange one out, and I remember I don't know who had this, like being confused. So I was like, I'll just I'll buy it. It's <laughs> a good one though. I was uh, I was searching all over Reddit. I was like, Reddit, tell me who, because I was <laughs> I was looking up another actor who wasn't listed on IMDb, and there's some theories around this, around kind of a culmination of the storylines that are happening in Bad Batch and Mandalorian about the cloning, mm. that it's actually, mm. that this could be part of that, and these characters could be related to that. So. Oh, Palpatine, don't say that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, something cooler than that. So, somehow could, he returned. These could be just low-level Force users or something, too, that are just dark yeah. side Force users. Maybe right. it ties in with the Acolyte that's coming out soon, or oh, right. um you know, like at the in Rise of Skywalker on Exegel, they had that whole stadium of like dark side people. That yeah. so like maybe these dark are dark side people. <laughs> I don't know what they were, but they were they were they were doing like their version of the wave or something in that right. scene, which was kind of weird. So in my mind, the, they were just a bunch of ghosts. <laughs> yeah, or just a bunch of like faulty Palpatine clones that were just cheering on himself. Floating snowheads. Okay. <laughs> so this actress is Ivana uh, Sakhnal. I don't okay. know if I pronounced that correctly, but she's from the Ukraine, so I probably didn't pronounce it correctly. It's probably pronounced. You gotta say Av or all. Yeah, <laughs> the V. Yeah. But the the other thing I thought is that um, that these could also be um, what we just saw in like Obi Wan, like where we had. Like the you know, inquisitors. Like, and inquisitors with like like Reva. Mm. I don't know if like they'd still be around at this point. Um, some could be, and they could have phoned some offshoot of the inquisitors. Yeah. Um, I actually heard uh, I'm I, on a, another like Easter egg type thing for this video. Somebody referenced that they could be. Um, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, a potential like Knights of Ren. Um, mm. You know, that could be like True. the origin of Knights of Ren or something like that. So that's a thought. Nice. Yeah. Whatever the case, if they if they have orange lightsaber. Well, orange light. Okay. This is this is dumb. Uh because you know how like <laughs> lightsabers turn like kyber crystal turns red because you like oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of official like terminology here. You go <laughs> you do this thing, right? You bleed it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you bleed, bleed the it, bleed it. Uh right. do we think there's any relationship of like orange being close to red? <laughs> Probably not. That's just gonna be whatever your kyber crystal makes your lightsaber. Because the first one I saw this, I thought it was red, and I thought that just like the color was off on my TV. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. It was orange. So I'm just happy that this means that you might be able to uh, buy orange lightsabers. Because <laughs> I that was one of my favorite things in the first uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order game was mm-hmm. that you could give mm-hmm. Cal uh, an orange lightsaber in that, and I was like, yes. So <laughs> I, I always wanted an orange lightsaber lightsaber <laughs> so now that they actually like have that like and raise is yellow because i also thought that was cool right. like in the shadows of the empire book yeah. that that luke had a, a yellow one during that that in between mm. time the to, in between time yeah to reference back to, to kevin bringing up dash rendar uh so i i'm i think that would be cool if they maybe like went more into like you know like the whole crystal like the lightsaber crystal lore with that because they've done like plenty of that with like the different like Clone Wars episodes both like mm-hmm. in Gendy Tarkovsky's like micro series they did it kind of a little bit in there mm-hmm. and then they did it in Dave Filoni's Clone Wars series. Well too. I don't want to spoil it but later on I think it's like one of the last scenes in the trailer there's a, a reference to a droid who has a lot of uh, 
experience with kyber crystals. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. so. David Tennant's droid. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now, this shot feels very Star Trek within Star Wars. Uh, I can speak to this as an expert on, <laughs> <laughs> on Go comparing. For it. Compare, no, <laughs> I am not the Star Trek person. Um, I, it, but it kind of does have that vibe. I would like mm. to say, by the way, this is off topic, but that the, the most recent Mandalorian episode also felt very Star Trek to me. Um, mm. So, and like, so I like the overlap, but mm. I agree. The only overlap I know of Star Trek and Star Wars is Ralph McQuarrie. I know he was doing like production design on on the star trek motion picture so that's that's all i know um so and just the work ilm does in general <laughs> yeah well that's fair i forget about ilm yeah. and and aspen and kenny's podcast yeah there you go. There you go. There you go. so yeah so and then it basically looks like this ship might is probably like a resistance ship uh yeah because of the when this would be so be like a blockade runner type ship Oh, good ship. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, get yeah, freaking yeah. Ezra's it's cool. tower. Yeah, we get to. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool to see it in, in live action. Like it is, and then that's the ship. Like that's the we saw her on that ship at the in the last scene of of Rebel. Yeah, this is so cool. So I, I almost wonder if we're just re seeing the epilogue of Rebels again in Ahsoka, just like reshot frame for frame and in, in live action do you well maybe maybe possibly yeah. that we are it's entirely i, mean, I guess technically this shot is technically animated because none yeah. of that is yeah it's a good call out mark i i don't know uh, i mean i think it would make some sense because that epilogue is so important and if mm -hmm. you're getting audience coming into this that hasn't seen rebels yet it would be worth you know, having that as a right some context, because um, you might get a Mandalorian audience that hasn't seen any of that. You know, so. right? Yeah, it is cool to see Lethal though in in live action. Right? Tamer also agrees. He's screaming Lethal. Yeah, how do you say it? Lethal. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's a truly. I think it's a truly beautiful. Yeah, and this yeah. this looks like that same planet again. That we saw us look on, possibly. Although this is again, this also seems like it could be that that cloud city. <laughs> <laughs> Although this looks like it could be Lothal too, right? Where was like, where was Sabine at the end of of Rebels? Was she on Lothal? Is that where she was living? Yeah, in that in that in epilogue. Tower. Yeah, she was in like, the they tower. Visited the tower. So I almost think that like this could be yeah that bit there, and then like the the mural. With everybody the, is like just off screen to the right. The clouds look the same. Right over so there. I'm thinking you might be right. Yeah, I think you know, like the city of Lothal is now that I'm looking at it, I would not be surprised because it is this does look like it. So. yeah. And this looks like that ship we just saw in the, the shot before that too. So yeah. I want to know how many people in the chat are gonna be watching Rebels again leading right. up to this just to just to build the hype for the next oh. few months. Oh my gosh. I think I will. Yeah, very exciting because you said that you said that Mike, you're like maybe it's you know re refilming it, and I was like I can't right. I can't even remember exactly how it went. So gotta get someone back. named Cheese is yeah. going to be rewatching it. 
All right, cheese. <laughs> we got we got, we got some fun names in the chat. I mean, Tamer. Uh, but then Ropey Siskelbert. Ropey, look at yeah. you. <laughs> and, then, and then cheese. Cheese. So. Good cheese. names. That's such a great name. Not to get off on topic, my son, I have a three-year-old. He just got like a little stuffed parrot for my wife uh, going mm-hmm. to Costa Rica. And he, he just geniusly named the parrot Flip-Flop. What a cool oh, name. Flip-flop. Flip-Flop. Perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect, perfect name for a parrot. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Flip-Flop. This, yeah. this goes out to you, buddy. <laughs> you it's been a while. Things have changed. So serious. Mm. She's so serious. Now, There's some new Republic ships. We have. Um, these are similar to the Rebel ships that we saw in Hoth, leaving Hoth um, mm, that's right. in Empire Strikes Back. So They look like the Mayor McCheese thing from McDonald's. So uh, there's there's the new Republic yeah. people. Oh, Miss Genevieve O'Reilly, there in oh. the middle, is returning yeah. as Mon Mothma, who doesn't age at all over the course <laughs> of like 50 years. Well, if Probably. you notice, she doesn't have the flat hairdo. I know we, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about hairdos on this, but like yeah. her, like when we saw her in Rogue One, she had like the really nice tapered, like, yeah. cut. Yeah. And then now she's kind of back to her more uh, regal. Um, style of haircut like what we see in andor which is mm-hmm. interesting so i think uh, she probably yeah. looks good because i imagine she leaves her stupid husband and she gets to live her life <laughs> Perrin? Oh, come on parents yeah. awesome with that top knot and yeah, crappy yeah. attitude i'm assuming get- that dude's gonna die in andor season two he better like, yeah <laughs> he probably gets full custody of their kid so yep. that's also yeah. why she, she's not stressed out too <laughs> she's like well well it was a bummer but i guess i gotta go lead a rebellion yep yeah you served your purpose Goodbye. but remember at this point she's like leading the new republic and for some people this is she's not a popular leader like because she's mm-hmm. demilitarizing the new republic during this point which is somewhat interesting and you see everything that's happening in mando season mm-hmm. three it's very fascinating to see how mm-hmm. this is all kind of coming together and when i hear Shoka in that previous clip say something has changed right you know it's like all right i just got goosebumps yeah i know to her right that character looks familiar and i don't know why her right our left the guy with the green no the other side the other oh the other side yeah i don't know yeah i'm not sure either just because it's kind of tough just because of like the the holograms and then just they haven't announced like so much of the cast of this show either so it's but like at least we know for sure that Genevieve O'Reilly is, is in this. there. And then this is after the, the many Bothans died. Well, uh, Whitney Houston's touring as a hologram, so we don't know if she's really there. Yeah. Remember. I mean she could be in here too. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney Houston's in this in this show. Imagine. I mean, we got we got Jack Black and Lizzo. So that's true. That was so good. I loved it. I loved it. You could just like tell Lizzo was like, I get to hold, I get to hold this baby. (laughs) Probably a demand. I must hold Grogu the entire episode. (laughs) Started hearing whispers. A little bit better shot of Genevieve Mm Riley. Now, like you were asking, you had said it too, because 
Mon Mothma in Return of the Jedi has more of a pixie cut in that movie too. Yep. And now she's got a little bit longer of a hairdo, which I don't think this take. I mean, this doesn't take place like right after Return of the Jedi, so there's plenty of time for her hair to, you know, grow out again. But they're just get they're getting rid of the pixie cuts all over. I think it's just part of you know everybody needs to change every now and then, you know. And she's she's like leading the leading the new republic, so you know we got to get back to something. I mean, how many hairdos did Natalie Portman have in the prequels? Like, oh. and, and how many did Leia oh. have? So you know, okay. it's all that's, part of the. That's fair. That's very fair. All well, the, pres- the precedent was set mm-hmm. many many years ago. How many I mean, wardrobe changes do we have in Andor between worlds? Like they just. Yeah. I don't yeah know how these people travel? Even Stone Skarsgård has two different hairdos in that. True. <laughs> oh, true. Man. Very true. I. I. Yeah. She looks very much. I will like. I will say it like Scully. Here. Oh, <laughs> good call out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I. I'm very pro. So. They could be sisters, maybe. Um, oh. Little Jillian oh. Anderson cameo. Hopefully, hopefully uh, oh. my Mothma is is not well. Isn't as close to Margaret Thatcher though. <laughs> I, I never watched X Files, but wouldn't they be on opposite sides since they're aliens? Yeah, she she, she just want to believe in Mon Mothma. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. There he is. We know who this guy is. Uh, He's from Avatar, right? Yeah. (laughs) And and from Wakanda forever. Yeah. The Blue Man Group. Blue Man Group. All all of the above. (laughs) So this is definitely Thrawn. Uh, Surprise. Yeah. So like you you can see his 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 outfit there. He's he's gotten free of the space whales. His outfit. (laughs) You can tell by that. And we, we only talk about space whales when Aspen's on the show. So space True. whales. What are they what are they actually called? Like the, the... Oh the Purgles? Kirk Purgle. Purgle. Purgles. 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 Purgle. Purgle. Yeah. The, the Which we saw in Amanda season three episode, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. good. Oh beautiful. <laughs> is do we know who's playing Thrawn yet? Has that been announced or is it this still Wait. a secret? They haven't confirmed who it is, but I'm pretty sure that it's just Lars Mikkelsen still. Okay. He said it's, I love it because he's been like, no, no, that's a rumor, but could just be trying to throw you off the scent, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah I even saw a video somewhere where someone like tried to like line up this head on photo of Lars Mikkelsen <laughs> and then like rotated it so that the ears were like overlapping one another. <laughs> People have too much time. Yeah. But, wow. I don't have time to do any of that. <clears throat> It's funny because they've recast everyone yeah. versus their um, voice actors, except for Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan. So... And Steve Bloom. Oh, yeah. Just because, I mean... He's like... still a voice actor, though. Yeah. And, they yeah. didn't... and Chopper. They didn't, they didn't recast Chopper. <laughs> Chopper's as himself. <laughs> so, yeah. return. As heir to the Empire. Heir Ooh. to the Empire. Cue the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, meme. Where's like, <laughs> it's one of my favorite books. Yeah, so this is the the very famous like expanded universe from like the dark times in between uh, mm-hmm. the '80s and the the late '90s. Um, the dark times. <laughs> yeah, dark times before the end. Uh, <sighs> so it, I know Dave Filoni definitely put this in there to as like a call out to mm-hmm. obviously. 
where Thrawn originally came from within like the, the book series. Um, so it's cool that they, they worked that, that line into the series here too. Uh, but, it, but it makes sense, right? Because again, like we referenced that thing that was in the background of Star Wars Celebration, the timeline. And mm -hmm. like, you know, you have the Age of Resistance uh, or the First Order, but before that, it's like we're in this kind of in-between, which is, you know, this power vacuum post, you know, the Galactic Civil War and stuff. And so I love the concept of an heir to the Empire, whatever that is. We don't mm -hmm. know that it's the First Order yet and right. how long that takes to build. Um, so this is well 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 timed well well chosen and well timed feloni <laughs> real real quick so i have not read heir to the empire um is that is that a thrawn book or it's the original thrawn book so okay. um zon g yeah timothy zon wrote them did i say his name right is that right, right? yeah oh, and um <laughs> and then he rewrote thrawn into canon with a three book trilogy um, right. Once, once they brought him into Rebels, um, my so, my yeah. partner, my husband, has read all of them. He's going to be really mad at me for forgetting <laughs> again. Wasn't <laughs> okay. was Thrawn in the Shadows of the Empire video game? No, that the the villain of Shadows of the Empire was Shizor. Yeah, and he was yeah that green dude. With the was like, yeah. I thought there was some other battle like before you got to him in the game. I can't remember who it was now. I don't remember. I never but... played the game, but I remember we. Watch the recap of people playing the game for the episode. There's always yeah, we, been did a, this... we did an episode on Shadows of the Empire a few episodes back. There's always been this issue of like who is the real heir to the Empire, and I think Lucas's vision was that when the Empire came crumbling down, that it was going to be more of like the the pirates and the right. the, the crime syndicates and things like that were going to yeah. kind of take take over that vacuum, and that's Shadows of the Empire kind of built into that a little bit, but. Uh, we got something different under J.J. Abrams. We'll <laughs> table that for another day. So, this is a person who I don't know who she is. Yeah, it just looks like the. Is this that the same Maggie Smith from, from the, Harry Potter? Well, I, I think isn't this the magistrate character that was in the um, the Mandalorian season two episode, the Jedi? Possibly. Oh, the back of her. Oh, yeah, wasn't that her that? When in that episode she goes up to her and like goes, "Where's Thrawn?" Isn't that the same character? Oh, I don't remember that. No, <laughs> I remember no. that happening, but I don't remember. I don't rewatch that. Somebody in the chat confirmed this for me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. I'm someone, right. someone, tell Kevin he's right. We love being told we're right. <laughs> well, because the other thing I thought was, is that. It's probably not because like the design has changed too much, but like if they possibly worked having like a night sister in live action into the into the show. Oh. Tamer has said that her. I believe that means you're right. That's okay. That that her. I got it. <laughs> Why say many word when few word do trick? <laughs> um, when you say night sister, is that like Dathomir, which that's how I call them. I call them oh, Dathomir yeah. witches. <laughs> yeah, Darth, no, I Darth Maul's, I Darth Maul's sisters or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, the Dathomir witches. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. She because they would look. They they have like white skinned. So she's kind of pasty. She's just in the shadows, <laughs> like a witch yep. would be. 
So this place looks familiar to me. Uh, <gasps> it, it seems like uh, a place that you could say is uh, between two places. A... It looks like the tower that Gandalf was on in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, that's I, I've, I've thought about this a few times, too. It looks like the, the yeah, did you say the space between spaces or the world? Well, yeah, it's, I, yeah it looks like the world between worlds. <laughs> yeah, but it also looks kind of cheesy to be the world between worlds, too. Like that light that's kind of in the background there. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that seems like a mistake, that light. <laughs> I, oh. I, I read somewhere that there's this... Um, maybe it's in the high republic content that there's like this island kind of floating island in space thing that has something to do with the sith or whatever like this could be huh. that mm -hmm. um i don't know go to screen crush they have not to, to plug other sites but they have their <laughs> easter egg video which i think called this one out but uh, yeah, yeah quick, ryan does do good videos over there yeah before i get ahead of myself i i do want to confirm deanna lee in asanto was in that clip before us who played Morgan Elsbeth in the episode The Jedi in Mandalorian season two. So that was her. So cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So Tamer, you were you were right and you, Kevin was also right. <laughs> Everyone was right. Yeah. Yes. So Everyone gets a trophy. All, we all yeah. win. Yeah. So that's how it works. I'm uh, gonna sleep well tonight. <laughs> yes, it's interesting to yeah, we got a little bit better shot of his orange lightsaber here. His armor looks pretty. pretty I was gonna good. say, dude, he looks like this. Looks like straight medieval. Like right. this is like the beard, the well, the nice manicured haircut, with the super awesome orange lightsaber, and the armor. Like this is like, I like well, this. Well this manicured. Yep. Well manicured. Yeah. Famously medieval. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, no, his yeah, saber yeah, yeah. almost looks like it has a little bit of a cross guard. Like more of a bigger right. cross, uh -huh. like you can what barely was that, see uh, it, but it's kind of there. What was that movie Sean Connery played a knight in? The Last Knight. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's great. But, you just called just... out something really interesting, Mark. Like it does have the cross blade there. If you have one that's slightly erratic, you have Kylo Ren's <laughs> lightsaber, and so maybe these are Knights of Ren. Yeah, they could be. And then yeah. Ezra even found that that one lightsaber in one of the seasons of Rebels that had like the cross guard on it as well too. Mm -hmm. um, so be... Prepare for the worst. A little bit more Hera here. Yeah, and I'm definitely thinking that Mary Elizabeth once said only has to do makeup for her face. Right. So she she got off. Very. It might even not even be makeup. Might makeup. have the dots, and they just CG the makeup. Yeah, on. yeah, they, oh. they could have done that too. Just do the CG. CG do we think makeup. she's gonna do any uh, French accents? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll just leave that to Lumaire. Oh, gosh, I actually, I actually met Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Not to not to name drop, but I met her here <laughs> in my hometown of Memphis, where I live. Um, they were shooting a pilot for a HBO series that never made it to never to air. air. And uh, they were at a local bar, her and Stellan Skarsgård. I got pictures with both of them. That Stellar Skateboard? Stel you got to meet Stellar Skateboard? <laughs> I did. I did. You just throw so, all those names out there left and right. Who knew Who knew that they would both end up being in Star Wars at some point, which is just crazy to me. So, wow. Eventually, to, everybody is. Might have to tweet that one out it's after this episode. So. Oh, that's cool, though. She's cool. Oof. She is very, they were very nice, by the way. They were super like down to earth people. So nice. 
Yeah, the, the three top build actors in Cocaine Bear have been in a Star Wars. <laughs> Carrie Alden, Russell? Yeah, what a, Carrie Russell, what a Alden Eirich, and O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, well, wow. that's right. Yeah. It wasn't the bear, you mean? He went in <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> we have to prepare for the worst. See, like this, because this reverse shot, again, makes it look... This, I mean, this could be like a planetarium type of place too, just because it looks like there's it's like it's got a, a star chart behind them for sure. Yeah, like a star chart or like these like readings that are maybe just being projected. But it does look a lot like the world between worlds, too. Mm. So, and it's interesting how she's holding the saber. They're going back to that more power style that Lucas liked in the beginning. Yeah, especially with her because she's she had started with with one saber and then got two sabers and then kind of changed like her stance and hold of them as she got different ones. And then if you've like, if you ever see these in real life, um, like the ones that they sell for Ahsoka at, um, at galaxy's edge, one of the, they're kind of done like in a Katana style, as far as like the handle mm-hmm. and like one is a little bit longer and the other one's shorter. So that like the one that mm-hmm. she's holding in the front, she can do that. And then it holds it the other way in the back. Oh, she does. They're like further along in the trailer, her fighting style. Like it's definitely like her specific Ahsoka fighting style that you see, which is very exciting. Yeah. Uh. Oh, the kick. And that's just straight up Ahsoka too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, look at her. <laughs> I just love that they're going hard on this teaser trailer already with like right. lightsaber battles and like this is this is great. Um I mean outside but, of Obi-Wan, we haven't had many lightsaber battles in the past few years. Well and I like your call out, Mike, on on just the fighting stance, like yeah. being very OG, because again, I called out the medieval sort of theme here. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very you know, like you think about knights holding those big swords like they're heavy you know and they're just like you can't just you know ninja them around like like free freely yeah. so i it's kind of cool how they're kind of going old school on this i act yeah. like i know what i'm talking about when it comes to like <laughs> yeah you were singing yeah and that's kind of how like obi-wan would hold it too like where he would you know just hold the the saber up he would he would just be like you know, like oh go. yeah yeah, like there's that sh- like there's always like that shot of him just kind of like holding it up like that. I feel like but- there's oh, oh, there are always okay. those people that know about the different like lightsaber fighting styles and they're like, <laughs> oh yes, Dooku's fighting with like style three, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know, <laughs> cool. <laughs> just a little bit of ship action here. See the, the Phantom again? Or no, it's not the Phantom. See, this has got everything you want in a Star Wars like concept you got real characters that have like things that they that we need to care about and they're like the stakes are super high you got ground battles you've got air battles space battles lightsaber Mm -hmm. fights just all kinds of cool stuff this yes totally agreed like it's like it actually matters like the the stakes matter because we care about people and the things that are happening also, call out the kind of old school rebel look of this ship. Yep. Yeah. And then and they're the, going, just like the resistance fighter there, too. Going full Rogue One moment here, except instead of Darth Vader or even Luke Skywalker <laughs> in Mando season two, it's like now you got this bad guy who's going through and just taking people out. Bad guy. Yeah, it's, 
It's like like <laughs> Star Wars version of like the like the Marvel hallway fight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That's a good Mark. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> I I oh well. There there he is. Yeah. I was I was gonna go back, but I paused it perfectly uh, on Ezra. So this is this is like our only shot of Ezra in the trailer too, but just a cool. little buddy. There's this whole thing. Do you know y'all know who Raul Coley is? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, he was in iZombie. He was in um, oh, that's right. been in a couple uh, of Flan Flanagan. Of Bly Manor. Yeah, and like Midnight Mass. Yeah. He's too old to be Ezra, but there's this whole thing that he was going through on Twitter where it's like he should have been Ezra. If he'd been just like a little bit younger, I would have been like Raul they Coley. Just, they just de-aged Harrison Ford, so why not? Yeah. Yeah, bring in Raul. <laughs> but no, this I mean, guy or just make great. or just make a new cool character for him to play in <laughs> oh. in as Raul. Yeah, like well, we were gonna we were gonna slightly touch on some of the other celebration stuff, but like put him in in like one of like the new film that's like the like origins of like the Force and the Jedi. Put him in that. That'd be he'd probably he'd love roll. being in that. Y'all just gotta yeah. look him up. He's the best. He's just <laughs> he's just a real nerd that loves Star Wars and talented nerds should be in Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So yeah, the, the shot I was trying to get here really quick is I just I just like that like we see like this kind of resistance, um kind of like military garb in here again. Like we saw like when Matt Lanter um had like his cameo in kind of that that prison escape episode of the mandalorian we kind of saw the mm -hmm. same kind of garb in there too um so i think it's cool that that we're seeing this a lot in here too um yeah and this this is a good scene again kind of where we are in the state of the galaxy the new republic just clearly doesn't feel like having a big military a police force a you know a way of you know keeping the peace and you already saw it in Mandalorian season three, where, you know, the new Republic um, X-Wing guys flying around and, you know, there's trouble. And now you see this happening and things like that. So I, I just love, again, like the little onion layers of how things connect. And uh, it's oh, so yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. And Ray Stevens, I, I just got to like. Pull, yeah. pull him out again and call him out because like he was totally wasted in the thor series in marvel in my opinion it's like volstock oh yeah so, like to see him and in in, as a character that actually is going to do something really cool and use his talents uh i'm i'm pretty excited about that mm -hmm. very cool i'm yeah. also wondering like so like sabine and ezra are always more like brother or like sister kind of relationship within Maybe. like rebels Maybe. But this this <laughs> shot makes me think uh, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise. I never really. Did you really feel like a brother sister relationship? Because I definitely sort of saw those two kind of in. Well, I guess within the Star Wars universe, yes, a brother sister relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I was uh, I was shift them. A, I was shift them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He he definitely was into her. I think maybe when you know they did the time jump. There wasn't as much, but mm -hmm. I always found that I was like, was like, I bet there's a little romantic. <laughs> I think there's a little romance. I mean, I think there's definitely something there. I mean, I'm I'm also thinking there's something there between Jen and and Bo in uh, Mandalorian <gasps> season three too. So I'm 
I want that to happen. Grogu, Grogu needs Grogu needs a mommy. So. Yeah, listen, we just need to support him with as many yeah. parental figures as possible. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so like this looks like so we've kind of brought up Knights of Ren. Awkward pause. <laughs> yeah. Well, that also looks like one of the um, Inquisitor. Like the mm. fifth brother, or fourth brother, or eighth brother, or whatever one of those things. Yeah, were. definitely yeah. is. Yeah, twenty nine brother. Yeah, you it's can, even got yeah. the same. Yeah, this is an inquisitor. This is an inquisitor saber for sure, and it's redder, right? Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. red, and it's got it twirls. You know, it spins around. Yeah, yeah. And this looks like some kind of like junkyard that they're on too. Like, oh, those almost look like like shipyard. I think that's more of a shipyard because like that's engines. too nice to be a junkyard. It looks like maybe they're building commissioning ships, maybe potentially. Yeah, the random people in the background just like hey, my problem working. What are we doing? Just a sweet force push. Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both just did that. Yeah. Man, a lot of people getting bisected in Star Wars recently. You can't yeah. just stab them. You gotta, gotta well, cut them in half. But even if you get cut in half, you can still. True. Find some legs. <laughs> yeah, what's up, legs. what's up there? What's up there? And and then Liam Neeson's just or Qui Gon's just looking in the mirror like, "Am I a joke to you?" <laughs> Maul could come back from that, and I just well, get stabbed also, once, and I'm out. You could also fall in lava and still end up being mm -hmm. like you know the biggest baddest villain of the universe. So you know, that's right. So truly, Qui Gon. <laughs> This looks this looks like that same shipyard too. Yeah. So this is probably like, before like they're down there, but this is also like another sweet shot of like her mm -hmm. just like jumping. Down. This this I is mean. where you this is where you want to be like really actually. <laughs> she, she left she left the Jedi already. Yeah, maybe it's like it's like in spirit, she's the most Jedi of all the Jedi. My personal right. feeling. I, I I was telling my wife this like during the rise of the Skywalker era of when Star Wars was out, and uh, I had to explain to her Ashoka, and I said I think Ashoka is actually informing a lot more of what the new Jedi Order should be um, mm. because of what she went through, and like mm. um, maybe she is still around. We I don't know. I I, I have faith. But like you hear that you hear how she's like educating Luke in that Boba Fett little Mando one off and stuff. And I don't know. I think I think Ashoka has a lot of influence on the future of the Jedi. So Oh my God. Yeah. I I have a lot of really strong feelings about Jedi. <laughs> and I think that she very much embodies what they should have been and could be. So mm -hmm. very pro that. Mm -hmm. oh. All right, there's our droid. Yeah, that I referenced good, earlier. You got a sweet heart hat, hard hat looking <laughs> top to him. This is yeah. definitely Lethal, too. It's a droid with mutton chopped. Yeah. Oh. So, th so this is Hu Yang. This is for everybody who's watching. That was Hu Yang. And he helps young Jedi choose their right kyber crystals. So nice. uh, there's our kyber crystal full circle conversation and he's david Tennant. hopefully it's still david Tennant. <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, that's i guess they could very easily just adr the voice again but here's here's our thumbnail <gasps> this is the thumbnail for the episode <laughs> I, and i think pretty much everyone's thumbnail that 
is doing a YouTube video about of this, this trailer. <laughs> this is like because this is like 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 the hero shot from the the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this looks again like that same kind of shipyard. So it seems like there's gonna be like this huge fight. And then this is where we found out it was coming out in August. <laughs> yeah. So, which I I was so excited to see that it's coming out in August because I don't like to wait long for this stuff. You know? <laughs> Bad enough they make you wait weekly. Wait, wait weekly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh well, that's different. the problem. We get to watch the first episode, and it's like, oh man, I have to wait a whole week for the next yep. one to come out. It's, what kind of world? What is this? The nineties? What are we doing here? <laughs> um, I have to just say when i watched this trailer the first time i cried <laughs> just I like it's so it's okay to weep i think it's fair i just kept going my girl <laughs> See, this is definitely one of the reasons why i asked aspen to come on this because I, I know how much you you like ahsoka so we needed to have the biggest ahsoka fan uh on the episode and i i saw how excited kevin was about the trailer and everything from celebration so it's like these are gonna be the two best people to have and i'm just on... here well no, <laughs> you're on every episode and i'm just here I... yeah i mean mike. that's that's my test you matter mike sometimes sure. <laughs> oh, oh okay <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> yeah but... um yeah just like I guess I didn't expect to as much because you know I love I you know I love Rebels and Clone Wars and I love Ashley Eckstein and I love uh, all the voice actors and other guys, but I so I didn't expect to be so affected by it. And then I was just like, Arnar. <laughs> yeah. So this watching this, I the thing that made me really excited was just the fact that when I watched the finale of Rebels, and it was so cliffhangery, I kept wondering how they were going to resolve it. And like, I and never in my head did I imagine it would be a live action thing because Dave Filoni's always been animation, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, maybe we'll get a, a third series that will just be another animated jaunt um, and stuff like that. But then the Mandalorian came out. And I'm like, wait a minute. What if they did? No, they surely wouldn't do that. And then here we are. And it's like, everything a star or you know a fan of this content would would want here we we're getting it and so it's really neat my only thing is like why isn't luke skywalker teaming up with her like i like i just have an issue like and i know he you, might he's pouting on that island planet with you the, know like milk. i was gonna say like grogu has already left him you know like who's he training what's he doing right now because we're still <laughs> kind of in that like post jedi luke mm. era where um he's still very very relevant as like one of the biggest heroes in the galaxy and hasn't been somewhat reduced to myth yet but like starting that school training leia or whatever yeah, yeah. presumably starting a school i'm very glad he's not in it I, well I, I, yeah. I don't think he should be but i just yeah. I, like i hope there's somewhat of an explanation of like why she's going to be helping yeah you know because like thrawn this sort of backstory this heir to the empire thing like this is a big deal like luke should want to make sure like crap doesn't get out of hand here now so, it's, although, it's like 
It's like so, a Marvel movie where like you're like, why isn't someone helping out with this terrible like existential threat? And it's like, oh, they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Michael Douglas said Ant Man? Oh, they're too busy dropping cities. You know, like so maybe maybe but, he's doing something else that he thinks so, is more important. So I f- I feel like Luke could show up at one point possibly just because just because of the relationship that Ahsoka had with his dad. I feel and like they kind of touched on that a little bit in like the episodes of Book of Boba Fett. That they I'm a friend in. of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so cool. I feel like that would be cool to kind of explore a little bit more. That's and true. I don't I don't remember if it's like 100% confirmed yet, but I believe that Hayden Christensen is supposed to be in this as well. I've seen him listed as as part of the cast. Yeah. So yeah, but I've only seen that on IMDb, and I know that IMDb is like user editable. So. Mm-hmm. And I, so I know it's not on, unless like Lucasfilm themselves says it, then I, I take it with a grain of salt until like I actually see it. But I'm hoping that he's in, in it too. Cause I mean, he, he could have filmed his stuff while they were doing Obi-Wan. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, I would assume it would be like all like flashbacks, kind of similar to like what we got with him and Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I still think it'd be cool to see mm-hmm. uh, like live action flashbacks to like Clone Wars era. Uh, like Anakin and Ahsoka. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get asking crying again. <laughs> uh, that, by the way, I I didn't even think about that connection of like obviously she was so close to Anakin. There would be this this emotional connection because I didn't feel it strongly in Boba Fett, even though obviously they were there together, Book of mm-hmm. Boba Fett. So I think if there could be some emotional connectiveness, I would forgive it if he were in it. it. <laughs> yeah yeah i i loved how she they, they like they went out of their way in the boba fett series to show ashoka and luke together like 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 i thought it was great because like you don't know who luke comes across after returning the jedi and you think okay obi-wan's gone yoda's gone who's he gonna look to that has any kind of like experience and like wisdom and it's like ashoka like that's so cool so yeah she's so so good just (laughs) she would she's great she's an ideal jedi yeah yeah so i have a question what stood out the most to you mike in this uh yeah mike you're important (laughs) well what stood out most to me is just i was just surprised it was live action like you guys were I did not expect that, even though they cast Rosario Dawson. I'm excited because it looks just like a badass series. Like, it just looks different than what we've been getting from Mando and Obi-Wan, hopefully. So it's just a different form of Star Wars storytelling. Um, And there's just everything about it. I'm like, I'm curious to know more about Ahsoka. So, yeah, I, I think this show is going to have probably like the most Kurosawa esque kind of feeling to it mm. as like mm. kind of like a samurai uh, Jedi kind of, you know, Venn diagram type thing going on for the, the show. And we can kind of briefly touch on some of the like the other celebration stuff here before we close out was that. One of the things they also announced at Celebration today was that Dave Filoni is going to be directing uh, a live-action film that's essentially going to be culminating all of this Mando 
kind of timeline stuff. So mm -hmm. even though like a few weeks ago, we got like that quote from John Favreau was like, well, we don't have an idea for like a series finale for, for Mando. Well, yeah. Blowing smoke. But they do. But um, Filoni does. Yeah. Well, we so don't. I bet you that that means that Ashoka is probably going to have this like cliffhanger ending, obviously. And yep. Mandalorian season three is going to have this cliffhanger ending, and it's all going to culminate into that Filoni um, event film, which would be really sick to see, mm -hmm. like, you know, Sabine like with Bo and the and Mando, and you got Grogu, and you've got like some of the live action Rebel characters. Maybe Zeb will return. I mean, who's to say yeah. he's not going to be in this anyway? But like, that would just be a really really cool um, ending as it relates yeah. to this sort of air of the empire thread mm -hmm. um, and, and stuff like that. Bad batch, which obviously is happening whoops, before mm -hmm. this, you know, it's, it's like kind of the, the, the tendrils of it, of kind of what's going yeah. on. It sounds like that is also leading into and informing some of it. So that also, we just had the season finale on that one and it ruled mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. made me cry. Uh, so I am sure. Yeah. It's all of them sort of coming together. Be so good. What's the over under that Rex is going to be in Ashoka? The series. I, like... Do you want me to sob uncontrollably for the rest of time? <laughs> My best friends, Ahsoka and Rex. <laughs> I would love for him to show up. That would be so good. <laughs> I think I think he's got to because I mean, again, tomorrow Morrison's there. Yeah. Shooting Book of Boba there. Fett. He's just there. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Like you know, so. <laughs> He's not doing but yeah, uh, and I think Skeleton Crew is 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 part of like the this Mando timeline too. So I think that could also be like part of this culmination uh, film that they're going to be doing. I don't think they gave a date for when that movie's coming out. Mm. Um, so we like, the, and it was other... revealed that that Jude Law is going to be playing a Jedi. Is that correct? Did I hear that? Right. I just know he's in Skeleton Crew. I didn't hear anything past that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. And the, the only other thing I had heard at one point was that the, the Dorian Shard was supposed to show up in that too. But if that's the case, that means he's Skeleton crispy now. Yeah, I was going to say no. that that show crispy takes place lettuce. before season three of Mandalorian. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then like the, the, the two other kind of things that we can kind of briefly touch on was I kind of already brought up the, the James Mangold like origins where i liked how he kind of described it as like i want to make a like a bible movie but about like the origin of like the the discovery of the force and the i've always been curious about that so yeah i think it's i I'm, I'm really psyched about that like seeing the origins maybe they'll go back to skilig skilig michael the the island there and show the first jedi temples and you yeah. know like he even referenced like a cecil, cecil b demille type approach to star wars like ben hur yeah. and you know moses and ten commandments like that kind of epic like epic um or tome uh to a star wars film which would be really really interesting so maybe uh, yeah because it's supposed to be like twenty five thousand years before twenty five thousand years <laughs> before <laughs> new hope yeah. uh, be cool to see uh like jetta that we saw in rogue one but like mm -hmm. before like all that stuff got knocked down Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. Oh. Like or got knocked down. You mean blown up? Yeah. So well, one quick. I mean, stuff's already knocked down. One quick point. Um, back on the skeleton crew. So I did. I did just pull this up. 
Um, they did screen footage. Um, it's not public. So if you were there, you saw it, but it was, it was accounted that um, it revealed that Jude Law's character is a Jedi with him using go. the force to push some keys to kids who are stuck in a prison. And then the last <laughs> shot of the teaser quote shows Law's Jedi character walking down from a ship wearing a similar shirt to Lando's blue guard from Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. So uh, hmm. that's pretty cool that Jude Law is going to be a Jedi. Um, that's like, fun. He's Dumbledore and now he's a Jedi. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. So it's also Watson. Yeah. Oh, he's also talented, Mr. Ripley. Yeah. It's all it's all one of my movies. favorite movies. Is that weird? Is no. that weird that I would say that that's one of my favorite movies? So you just mm-hmm. like a terrifying movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rules. Uh yeah, and then like the last thing uh they announced, which What's pretty cool is that Daisy Ridley is going to be coming back as Rey in mm-hmm. a film that's set 15 years after Rise of Skywalker, where she's uh, going to kill the last up. Palpatine clone finally. Yeah, kill their kill their grandpa. Um, How the movie starts, just beheading one more. I have mixed feelings about this, and and not to to plug my my podcast, the Fuse Film Podcast. We do plug away on on our show. We do a lot of pitches where we want to like talk about what we think should happen in our favorite franchises and how they should continue and stuff. And we did a star Wars episode where we had Rob keys from screen ran on and um, we pitched our ideas for what would happen after, um, after episode nine. And it was like, what if Kathleen Kennedy gave us the keys, right? What would you do? (laughs) And that was the construct of what we had to pitch. And I have always felt like I wanted to, do something so far beyond uh, episode nine where it ended just to avoid having to be stuck within the threads of the canon and stuff, similar to what James Mangold's trying to do with mm-hmm. this sort of biblical epic of 25,000 years in the past. I'd want to go like 5,000 years into the future. That's an arbitrary number, but like, right. so Rob had actually pitched not to, listen to the episode because it's a lot better, <laughs> but like, he actually pitched that maybe they should stick to keeping Ray and some time has passed after, after uh, rise of Skywalker. And maybe she's finally setting up this new Jedi school and stuff. So he's like spot on right. to kind of what's happening. Although he's a big gamer. So he threw in the idea of what if Kyle Katarn shows up from the dark forces, Jedi Academy games. And uh, you know, you have sort of, sort of that concept uh, wielded within the, uh, the series so that could be possible and maybe we'll get dash rendar too i don't know but um yeah check it out on our, our podcast but we did a we did a, a really in-depth episode on what we think should happen i i still think my uh my idea is really good i won't spoil it but it has to do with <laughs> has to do with mandalorians and uh their state of the galaxy mm-hmm. and stuff like that so and don't worry twenty five thousand years ago or five thousand years in the future palpatine can be there we know oh, well. somehow <laughs> somehow yeah what was the line what was, what was the line palpatine somehow palpatine just, yeah. just returned oh, somehow palpatine returned yeah if you listen to uh, the trek wars pod every once in a while we go uh, we don't like this movie uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh we yeah i always i wished that movie had ended with ray like starting the school like a kind of gentle almost like end of little women kind of thing <laughs> like starting a school um we so. have a question in the chat if anyone would like to answer 
I can't yeah. put it up on screen, but Gustavo Marx wants to know who was the Mando lady, who was the orange droid, and who was the green lady. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the green lady was Hera. The Mando lady was Sabine. Ooh, and man. then the orange droid was Choppa. Choppa. Yep. I think that's Justin uh, Garfi, who's been on the show before, just being, <laughs> oh. you know, wise ass. Hey, I gotta give him his due. He commented. So. I, we, I we love the idea that someone just like found this and was like, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> What's Star Wars? Was that you, Mike? It was actually no. Mike commenting. He's like, "I don't, no, I don't me. want them to know. I don't know." <laughs> I have no yeah. problems admitting I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> no. Knowledge is power, and I don't have it. <laughs> oh man! Well, so, I, go ahead. Real, real quick, um, the 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 news on the Daisy Ridley returning and stuff—is that the same project that originally had Damon Lindelof attached as writer, and then he just recently like walked away? Is that the same one? I'm not sure because there's been so many, like, uh, like our, our friend Ralph posted something that I thought was kind of return to the sentiment of it's like every every time a star wars film is announced and it's got like um uh, saw Gerrera taking his like his breathing mask off and he's like lies deception <laughs> lies oh lies yeah um That's like so I, I and says i'm hopeful these new announcements happen and then and then there's screenshots of uh the rogue squadron announcement the take of a td star wars movie the damon lindelof star wars movie so I, I, I would like all of these things to happen. Hopefully that they do. Uh, it's kind of a bummer to not get your hopes up too much about any of the Star Wars movies until you finally I mean, see like a trailer or know that they're actually filming that thing. I was really pumped about that Patty Jenkins film. Now it's like, I guess you it's don't. It's not going to happen instead. We yeah. are in that May I mean... sweeps time if, mm -hmm. to throw back to our episode last night. So you got to sell some ad space so make all these announcements, get the ad space. Well, and it is coming off the heels of Bob Iger and a lot of his like public statements around Marvel and Star mm. Wars and a lot of the release date changes and saying, basically, look, we're cutting costs on the VFX stuff and trying to scale all that down. And we're, and we're also, you know, going to take our time with Star Wars, I think is what he said. And so, um, He's probably making sure that those people are not quick to announce anything on anything. Um, so that's why I was somewhat surprised today that we're getting a Star Wars 10 um, and that Ashoka was, I, we already knew about Ashoka, but I was surprised we were getting a trailer so soon. So very exciting. Good day. It's good Friday. Good there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All around. Uh, so I think, uh, that'll that'll do it for our first uh, stab at a uh, live stream. Uh, so we, we thank both Aspen and Kevin for joining us again today for this. Uh, I'll do like our spiel, uh, kind of like we always do, even though it's live. Uh, so <laughs> you guys can leave us a review on the podcast catcher of your choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Um, if you're actually watching this live stream, you found us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us by searching Holdapod here, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those places. Uh, all this stuff is already in the show notes too because I pre-made it earlier. Uh, so <laughs> it's you there. See, you got to read. 
yeah just look look under the video if you're watching the video yeah. if you're listening to it you can't read it under the video because you're listening so that's just imagine you. use um, your imagination yeah um, go to the world in between worlds uh individually <laughs> you can find uh myself and mike on instagram and twitter uh and then i did put both uh aspen's and kevin's info in the show notes already though too but uh Aspen, I'll let you take the floor to plug your stuff now, and then I will then pass it off to Kevin to then do the same. Sure. Am I frozen? I look frozen on my side. You're in the world between worlds. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you got to let it go. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I am on uh, Twitter personally, but really, it's more interesting if you go. Oh. oh. Well, I didn't I'll... do that. I promise. I'll, I'll end what she was going to say. It's more interesting if you go to Trek Wars Pod on Twitter where you can find all of her episodes with Kenny uh, where they both talk about Star Trek and Star Wars uh, chronologically through as what they were released. Um, recently they did, uh, I believe the Phantom Menace versus, oh, not Phantom Menace, A New Hope versus the motion picture. So, No, recently they did our show. Let's just put it that. They didn't do okay. anything but our show. Okay. Uh, and then we'll give it back to Kevin. Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me. And thanks uh, for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all those places under the banner at Fused Film. And uh, yeah, we're just getting started in the podcasting. Uh, we used to be a big website back in the day and kind of took a hiatus for a long time and wanted to come back and do podcasting. And um, the, the name Fused Film really is just kind of amalgamating <clears throat> all of the things that I enjoy, which is Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really, those are the things that I love talking about and spending time uh, sharing hot takes and opinions and um, ideas and theories and all those fun things. And I'll always have uh, friends as my guests. So uh, look forward to maybe having all three of y'all at some point on, on one of our future episodes. Uh, we don't really have like a cadence. Sometimes things are weekly. Sometimes things are monthly. Um, but we're finding a stride. We're finding a path and uh, just encourage y'all to check us out. You can check us out anywhere where podcasts are heard <laughs> and we also can watch us on YouTube. So nice. Uh, yeah. Aspen, I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish what you're saying. I finished <laughs> what you were saying, but I'll let you finish what, what you were saying. Uh, yeah, I really was frozen. It really did happen. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yes, Trek Wars podcast where my co-host Kenny and I uh, we compare uh, Star Wars to Star Trek uh, so trying to ultimately figure out uh, which is better uh, which mm. is clearly a conversation that makes perfect sense and we are comparing <laughs> apples to apples not apples to oranges uh, <laughs> but mostly what uh, we do in our podcast is it's less talking about, we talk about lore but we end up talking a lot about kind of socio-political issues like you know, so you're like, Star Trek? Yeah, right. Well, you're like, you know, we're talking about like Star Wars Ewoks and we're like, hmm, let's talk about like the carceral state. So <laughs> that's like what comes up in ours a lot. Uh, so yeah, you can check it out. Uh, Trek Wars Podcast, anywhere you get podcasts. So. There you go. Nice. Very cool. Uh, and then Mike gets to cheat with this now because now he... he I don't he, have to cheat. Oh, I was going to say, because you, you you made a, a soundboard key for it now. Right. <laughs> But uh, you never know what I'm going to do. In the wild I mean, card. Technically, this episode didn't have to be edited, but you can find our editor, Vactor, on Instagram and Twitter, too. Uh, he does his own great Star Wars content over his channel as well. 
Um, mm -hmm. And then he's also been on Fuse Film over there with uh, Kevin. Uh, but then you can also email us at holdapod at gmail.com. And as always, we are grateful to George Lucas for creating the Star Wars universe. Oh dear, thank the maker. See, I don't know. Bye, everybody. Yay. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.